recap here we got some nice juicy bits that popped up around the interwebs this week but first i'm your host big boy j row i got a couple guys with me here tonight i got my man dustin merrill what's going on gentlemen how's everyone doing tonight good 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 i love hearing everybody doing well the weird thing is tonight something is out of whack the fucking moon might be full chad lawrence actually has somewhat of a stable connection on the internet it's just just a lucky night tonight. That's all it is. We have a few less people streaming in here, so it seems to help. There it is. Yeah, hey, I hope already. I hope we can all get lucky tonight. Speaking of <laughs> being lucky, I hope that the one and the only, the protector of the grapes, Hazerade, is going to join us with some enthusiasm tonight. All right, <laughs> I'm going to be here with that. I like that you're uh, calling me the. Protector of the Grapes, but that's a tough nickname for you to have to keep up all night. Listen to Protector of the Grapes. That Facebook post that you put up there cracked me up, so that one's going to be this week's nickname since you've given me the challenge <laughs> of coming up with a new name every week, and God damn it, I'm going to make it happen, boy. Glad. Anything for you, buddy. <laughs> well, listen, guys, really appreciate it. First off, all the love we've been getting on Facebook, it's been awesome. Really appreciate it. We, we can't thank you guys enough. Um, you know, guys throwing out in New New England, softball boards, Mikey Gallo, uh, Gio really throwing us out there a lot. Bobby Williams wants to take a call on top of a 4,000-footer and sound better than Chad does. So really keep the, keep the love going. Follow us on social media. Once we start getting closer to the season, you're going to start seeing us on Instagram. We're going to do some interviews. We're going to have some highlights, some of that good stuff out there. Um, but let's jump into it. Um, I was dead asleep. Like I told you in the Blad interview, I was not waking up for this damn tournament, but our boy, the protector of the grapes, Hazerade woke up because Cassie set his alarm for him. Yeah, it was pretty nice of her. She, she knows I like softball and, uh, she even watched, she fell asleep a little bit, but she was willing to watch. It was nice that I wasn't alone. Cause there was no way I was actually going to be able to get up, but it was good. She it looks like she's falling asleep guys. back there right now on you. Yeah, probably, but that's okay. She's a trooper. She's sticking around, you know? That's how I get to play all the time. Uh, no, but you know what? It wasn't bad. It was good to be able to see some real live softball going, and it was it was people that we know. Um, being able to talk to those guys, find out how it's going, um, quick updates from them. It was cool. I like to support the, the people that we play with, whether it's league ball or tournament ball. So, yeah, I was up a little bit early, but the beers later in the day helped. Was later in the day about, I don't know, 8.30 in the morning? Oh, I would have loved a nice beer mosa. No, I, I try to be a good guy and wait till like 3 or 4. So 1 o'clock, I started drinking. That's good. Well, I mean, I you beat me by beer. three hours. <laughs> hey, sometimes, James Paul is You want to say that again? No, it wasn't even that good. Awesome. We'll, so we'll Chad's internet has now made it over to the protector of the grapes house. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so what'd you get what'd you get from down here i know i know Drewsy jd drews had a hell of a oba um i think he was the team high right 778 780 in that ballpark yeah yeah right in there uh the times that i was able to watch him saw him call, uh draw a couple walks also saw him go oppo taco just kind of slap the ball to the left i mean he's got a good swing he has a good approach at the plate um i'm pretty impressed i get to play with him in the summer now but 
I was very impressed for someone that I didn't know a lot about to be able to see him and he can hit, he can smash. He hits it hard. He He's hits the ball hard. Boy. Yep. And he, He's he, also he, a he really, fan of the podcast. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you there, but he is a fan of the podcast. Uh, I know a couple of us may have gotten a certain personalized message from JD saying he loves it. So fan of the podcast, JD Drews going down to the challenge cup and sewing shit up. Yeah, no, he looked, he looked real good. Um, it, you know what? All in all, they went to two and uh, in pool and won their, won their pool for pool play, which was good. Uh, they only went one and two in bracket play, but I mean, I watched the games. They were good games, mostly back and forth, a tough one in there, but um, saw some fight out of them. I, I hate to do it. Absolutely hate to do it, but Vlad had a walk-off hit. It was the worst fucking idea. Bases loaded. They needed to score one run, and he shot the ball right up the middle at the pitcher's feet, and I think the middle for the other team may have fallen asleep. It was so slow, and that wins the game. So, of course, when I asked Vlad how it went, he said he was a stud. First thing he said was, you know, I had a game-winning hit. How yeah, many outs were there when he hit that? I'm sorry. Sure. How many outs uh, were there? How many outs were there when he got the game when he hit? One. Yeah, he would have. He would have ended it right. So set himself up. Yeah, set himself up for a double play. Well done. Yeah, he probably just <laughs> wanted to pitch more, walk a few more guys. <laughs> hey, the knuckleball works. It works until it doesn't work, and you're yeah, walking as, everybody. As we know here on Bring It, I mean, not many guys can just you know grab a softball and throw a knuckleball, a perfect knuckleball like Vlad. Um, but yeah, he, he did it. He, he saw his, you know, he, he was in the outfield, you know, his, he knew his pitcher sucked. He said, I can do this much better than you pick the ball up through a knuckleball. It was history, you know? Yeah. I'm in the outfield and know he sucks. I'm, I'm going to just I'm, let him keep sucking. I'm not surprised. I'm shocked that he beat somebody up the middle because it doesn't look like he can feel the ball back at him. Oddly, he 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 stopped a couple. I don't know if you guys saw that. He he, he stopped got in the a way of with one, his yeah. glove, and he stopped one with his forearm. That picture is fucking gross. I've seen guys take block shots that look better than that. Like that was a bad bad bruise he's got there. I believe like, we that, were, that wins. I believe most of us were there last fall when uh, I I really squared one up with my nuts. That was that might have been the worst uh, the worst thing that I've I've ever seen up the middle. The, Did you so, make the play? No. No. <laughs> no. Are you shitting me? <laughs> so I, I've got a long – I've got a pretty good career in hockey. I coached, scouted, whatever. The sound I heard – I was playing third base when you took that ball off your dick. Um, who was it? Ben Smith, right? Yep. Yep. The, the sound that that came from me, I just stood there, and I wanted to make sure that you had sperm in a bank somewhere. I don't, uh, but I already have a child, so I think I'm good. I mean, I'm good there, so I, you know, go for one. We have one now, so it's it's perfect. One um, and only. Yeah, one, one, and one only. You don't have to yeah. worry about paying for a vasectomy anymore. Yeah, I, no, no vasectomy. The unfortunate thing is, is you know, we we probably won't get that extra tax credit anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so go, going back to the. The New Hampshire C team, we've we've actually played with a lot of these guys. Uh, so the, the team uh, ended up rounding out to be Zach Graham. Uh, Hayes, you and I played with him in league this year. As Great well legs. As, uh, as, uh, yes, guy is fast. Very, very fast. Well, I meant more his fast. actual legs. Like he he wears those short shorts. You know, Daisy Dukes, goddamn, he looks good in them. 
So I'm not shorts, sure if the short shorts short make off. make him seem faster than he actually is. But yeah, he he's real fast, and uh, he wears the short shorts. So so it's kind of a it, it's kind of an illusion, maybe. No, he's he's pretty quick. But uh, well, shit. Then I'm gonna wear short shorts this season and see if it makes me faster. I, I got some Daisy Dukes upstairs. It can't, dude. Hurt. I got jorts. I'm ready to go. Can't hurt. Please don't. Um. Cody Turmel was also on the squad. He's co-ed a, swing. He's got a great co-ed swing. He's he's a good guy to slap and tickle it left and right. You know what I mean? Um, Jero, you played with uh, Kevin, and we we've all played with Kevin on tournament teams. Kevin Hill was on the squad. Uh, Edwin Mendez, um, we played with Edwin yep. up at Wally's Worlds. I actually awesome. heard. Uh, speaking of Hilly, real quick. I actually heard Hilly left all the dugouts intact and didn't beat any of them up in Florida, which is an impressive feat for him. I'd have to see that to believe it. Hey, it's all we can go on is what people are saying. I actually don't know Kevin to, uh, to break any, any dugouts themselves. Uh, if, if anyone's going to attack a dugout, I, I think Hayes is the one, um, or the, what is your name? The grape protector, protector of the grapes, protector of the grapes. <laughs> yes. I believe the protector of the grapes is the only person I really, really know to, uh, to attack, um, a dugout, which that is dugout, I wanted to test its strength. It had been there for a while. I wanted to make sure that we were safe and protected in there. And it turns out, uh, I'm oh. a bitch and I can't hit it. And it's pretty, pretty strong anyway. Hill was just, he's just not a morning guy. I mean, you get them around seven, eight o'clock at night, and that's when the the fire comes out. Welcome back, Chad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So next we got uh, John Barbagallo. I don't know. Do, do any of you guys know him? I I don't know this this gentleman. Um, I don't know if he is a gentleman or not. But uh, he hits the ball he, hard. He, I do know that now. I, I, yeah. I, I after watching a couple of the games, I know that this guy can hit. Um, I don't know where he plays in the field, but he he can. Uh, he can definitely stroke it. Uh, next guy we got is Andrew Watt, Waddy. Uh, Chad, did you play with Waddy? Actually, I actually have not played with Waddy. Uh, okay, so you got- I played against him, obviously, a bunch, but I've not played on the same team. As- okay, so he must have uh, he must have jumped on the Jade the year after you were on the Jade then? Yes, I think he did. Hayes, you played a couple tournaments with him last year, right? Or No. Uh, I I jumped on a co-ed uh, yeah co-ed or mixed indoor tournament and um, yeah it was I mean he was he's a nice guy good guy um, I mean loves softball for sure uh, likes being around positive attitude towards his teammate I had no problems in that tournament I think that we were in it longer than you Jesus oh it Christ. wasn't it a co-ed like it wasn't a co-ed was it sake. what I said it sounds like you slept with him for Christ's sake. Man, you are je- getting very jealous of sexual things in your head that I'm doing with other people or other things. I mean, you what look real pretty you with your about, straight man? hair right now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're talking about indoor. Okay. Yeah, that indoor dairy Next. tournament that really just turned into how many indoor. pitchers is Bad Beat going to drink? Next. What the fuck? Let's go. I'll join Bad Beat to drink pitchers. I don't give we, a shit. Yeah, we drank that day. That was good. That was good. I'm really good at that, as we learned in episode one. <laughs> Uh, next we got Eric Locke. One of my um, favorites. Love yeah. this guy. So I've, I've never played with Eric. I know Eric's a good dude and I know that, that you guys have played with him. Dude, he hits a ball hard and that beard he has wonderful, even better thing about him, him and his, is it, are they, are they engaged or is it just his girlfriend right now? He's uh, protector of the grapes. 
I'm not positive. Uh, girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, at least, I think. Significant other, the Excellent two of them. Choice. Yeah, his, his significant other, the two of them had an amazing Halloween costume. <sighs> amazing. Do you want to go with that? I don't remember. I have to go on Facebook and look it up. But like, it was just great. The two of them dressed up, uh, dressed up together, and like they were like the. Uh, I, I think they're okay. the old, old guys. All right, so yeah, we old got... people. Okay, and he gets donuts every Sunday. They go on a donut trip to different places every Sunday. That's pretty cool. Love it, love it. Yeah, they dressed up as old people, and it's amazing. Like this is a great one. I'm gonna put this in the. I know you guys on. Uh, I'll let Locker if he wants to put it out in. Um, on the interwebs on one of our uh on one of our posts i'll let him post it but his halloween costume with his significant other is fabulous they dressed up as a couple of senior citizens or as we like to call them around here blads um and they, it was just a great one and locker i love him i played with him down okay he's a great dude he's a beauty next we got craig longy i mean i've i i started playing softball with longy uh the dude's a gamer. He he's a great player. Uh, in the last year or two, he's he's really kind of come into his own. Um, you know, he he can play middle infield, anywhere in the infield, and uh, yet yeah, he's just he's just stroking the ball recently. Uh, Chad, is there any story you want to touch on here? Um, I don't. I mean, I, I mean, it seemed like he had a good time from when I. Long he has family down there. It seems like he got to hang out an extra day or two with family. And then, um, and then who knows what happened? I did get a video from him late night. He was fire. He was excited about the Buccaneers win. Oh, um, I know he had he who had a lot of money in the Buccaneers. Boston fan wasn't. Yeah, he was excited about the Buccaneers win, and then um, and then the night just maybe got away from him a little bit. But <laughs> I don't want to get into too many details. It seems like everything worked out right for him. So that's that's all that matters at the end of the day. I might be able to drop a video of uh, of Longy's brother. When we uh, the f- the first year we were down in oh, wild Florida, this this man was wearing a unicorn hat mask uh, with NH on it. He was there supporting the boys. Um, he went to the Easton booth and was taking a couple taking a couple cuts off of the tee. That was with uh, daddy hacks. Yeah, he took it. He took the biggest hack I've ever seen and just sent the tee flying straight into the fence and didn't touch the ball. It was great. It's legitimately one of the funniest videos I think I've ever seen. The fact he showed up in a unicorn, um, you know, fate, helmet, whatever, mask, whatever you would call it. Just I don't know what was going on, but it was. Thanks for the support. Yeah, I mean, thank, at the thank end, you for the end of the day, thanks for the support. Yeah, and yes, and I, I I had heard some Michigan jokes that I've never heard before. <laughs> That day it was it was wild. It was a good time. Uh, I felt bad for Michigan. Those were those were harsh. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dustin, I also think they, they this year in playoffs. <laughs> I think Craig was on another planet against you. I, I yeah, he just I, was hitting absolute seeds over us in the outfield that were just off the fence. Or he, he might have right gone. He might have only got out once. Yeah, it would. It, if 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 he got out once, it was once. Yeah. Um. Next on the team, we got. Pucko, Jeremy Pucko. Uh, there's nothing you can say bad about this guy. Maybe Hayes can, because you know he he can find something bad to say about anyone. Yeah, I've got it. He okay, doesn't like taking poop selfies. Jesus, what? Poop selfies. Yeah, it, it was a thing. It was a thing for a firecracker weekend. He was he joined oh. the pint that year. 
jumped on. Even, no, I think, I think it was, was the think pint. Was bad beat. I think it was bad. Beat. Okay, it, whichever year it was doesn't really matter. But for whatever reason, just we're weird. But we were, you would take a poop selfie and show a little bit of thigh and just enough. And he's like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" Remember but when no, Tony? He's, took, a good, he's a good guy. Remember when Tony took that uh, the pee selfie? I was just, just going to bring that up. And it was he said it was his thumb that we all saw. Imagine that. It was definitely smaller than the thumb. <laughs> Uh, next we got, uh, Josh Drews. We talked about Josh, uh, absolutely killed it down there. Uh, last weekend, um, I might, yeah, I might, I might've beat him in the, uh, in the home run selection of the, uh, port or portion of the fall ball league. Uh, You're welcome for that one. Dude. Yep. Uh, the well, shepherd's crew really helped you out on that one. You know who, you know, who almost really ruined it for me. With Haskins, <laughs> yeah. fucking Haskins. Solo Everyone on my job. team, no one's no one's hitting home runs. No one's hitting home runs. Then Billy Billy Dubois gets up there, hits an absolute line off the fence. I'm like, oh, we have one left. Then Haskins goes out there and just blows it out. Unreal, unreal. No, it's all good. Still one. Uh, next next we got Blad. Whatever. Enough. After that, yeah, <laughs> Billy um, Lafferty. Billy Lafferty. Uh, th- this guy's—he's uh, an up-and-coming player. He—he's one of the better middle infielders uh, from that younger—I I say younger group because they're younger than us. But yeah, th- this guy. This guy is really, really good. He's got great hands. Uh, he can hit the ball very well. He can hit it both sides. Um, and he's good. He's an up and comer. Like I'm, a, I'm new around I here. Say, I would say so I, for sure. Holy he shit! Be, I thought he's an established guy around here. Like your kid's a player. Maybe, in, maybe he in, could be anywhere from like yeah. 23 to 33. I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think he's. I think he's definitely not 33. I think he's probably in his 20s. Kid's a good. Probably kid's good. a hell of a player. Either way, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that rounds out the uh, New Hampshire C team. Love it. Went two and zero in pool play. Um, and then, and then one and two in bracket kind of, uh, lost to a couple teams that I, I, I don't think that they should have lost to, but, um, or at least that, that first game, they, you drop that first game in, in a bracket and it's, it's tough to come back for sure. Let's talk about one of the biggest things in challenge cup in this. Um, I believe it was this bracket, uh, this pool was the uh, Wisconsin team uniforms. Was it this bracket, the C's or were they the D's? They were the D, the D Wisconsin team. All right, then let's bring it down to uh, when we get down to mass, we'll get there. Let's continue on with the New Hampshire C's because that'll have to make it. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, a couple of notes on the, on how those guys did. I know we've talked a little bit, but, uh, John Barbagallo, he led the team with four home runs. We already talked about. He just looks like he fucking smashes the ball. Uh, he had a piss rocket in the game that they walked off that was just through the infield before he could even get out of the box at all. Uh, in that Saturday, Zach Graham didn't make any outs, I was told. Um, in, the, in the game that I was watching, he was just just slapping the ball right side but with some authority. And he really he hit a ground ball to second base, and I'm pretty sure he beat it out. Uh, that kid just – he fucking flies. It's all about the shorts, boys. Um, and then I, I think, you know, a, a real good quote that came out of it, talking to those guys afterwards, was just, uh, you know, everyone played for New Hampshire rather than themselves. I mean, we're going to be talking about tournament teams, you know, during our, our episodes, but that's a real big thing about the Challenge Cup that I think is unique in that. It, it was a bunch of guys that weren't on the same team, next, you know, last year or this year, and just going out and representing New Hampshire. And you could tell that they, afterwards, they really cared about how they did. Um, just to, just well, to jump in here, just seeing yeah. – 
seeing different posts on Facebook and, and that it, it seems like that was the general uh, vibe of the whole tournament, I guess. Like it, it just seemed like everyone was there. Everyone was having fun. Uh, it wasn't super competitive. It was competitive enough to, you know, you're, you're traveling down to Florida and you're playing in this, this big tournament. But um, it, it seems like, you know, people were just happy to be there, happy to, to, you know, break winter in half with being able to go down to Florida, hang out with guys from your state to represent your state. And and that's what I saw at least from, from the posts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that kind of leads us into, you know, a quick thing. I know the mask guys. Cause I could, I could hear Robbie Torrey the entire time New Hampshire was playing. I mean, they were kind of sticking around and watching them. So that was cool to see too. Uh, you know, New Hampshire and Mass, I think a lot of us tend to play together in leagues and tournaments. So it was good that there was that kind of camaraderie there, too. Uh, I didn't I didn't watch the games and I still heard Robbie. Oh, it was so bad. I, I, I don't gave know him if one stop talking. Robbie, please just say the score of the game since you're going to be talking the whole time anyway. He's like, oh, I can do that. Not once did he say the score. Although I will I will take a road trip with Robbie Torrey to North Dakota any day of the week. So, so I spent a bunch of money to get the uh, the feed for the week, six bucks. But uh, what, is it that hard to put the score up there? I mean, can we get some sort of visual of the score of the game so, on there? Yeah. So the first year that uh, I believe it was the first year we went down for C's, they, they, that was the first year that I think that they implemented the U-Trip live uh, with the, like you have to pay X amount of dollars per month to, to watch the games. They, they had, scores they had oba they had who was pitching how many pitch they had a pitch count for pitchers which means absolutely nothing in softball i think as far as it means everything in little league yeah (laughs) i mean it does mean everything in little league but but (laughs) they they had that you know what i mean the 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 infrastructure was there for it i mean i just i don't understand why they would get rid of something like that it's so fresh. I mean, we watch the games and we, you know, message each other during it and none of us have any idea what the score is. And it's so easy to mess, you know, seven nothing. No, I heard five, three. No, it's, yeah, we're not, sometimes we're not even close and we're, (laughs) we're usually pretty alert of what's going on. So uh, let's, let's slow down on that. We talk here. You guys definitely, well, I think you and protector of the grapes were watching, weren't you? I used all my Wi-Fi for it to get one (laughs) third of an inning. (laughs) You were playing Roblox. Yeah, I saw Paco standing against a giant, and then my computer froze. You heard Robbie Torrey start a sentence, and then you saw Zach Graham running the third. Graham would get to third before that sentence was done. <laughs> um, yeah, and one of the things I was, you know, looking at the old scout message board, and it was talking about apparently there's like a. a apps and everything so amazon you can get it on an amazon fire stick you can get it on a roku and people were like none of this is working and utrip's answer was well we'll look into that so we pay the money to be able to watch it they don't do any of this stuff their apps don't work it is it's kind of frustrating and it only is seven bucks or whatever but you'd like to get what you you, for but yeah but if you're if you're looking at seven dollars compared to what's what's Netflix now. And, and even when Netflix first started, it was what eight to, to $11 a month. And you get, you got to watch unlimited amount of softcore. How, yeah. How many movies and TV, like $7 is actually seven bucks a, yeah. a month is actually a good amount of money for, you know, watching 
a couple tournaments. It was well, seven just just for the weekend. It was it's seven like just for, for the month. weekend. I was yeah. gonna say I think I paid six for the week for, for the week. Seven so, like, yeah. so we got four guys on here. D, did you pay for it or did you already have an account? I had I had an account because I okay. I so you're paying sports. whatever already like monthly or because you're a coach or whatever. Uh, Protector of the Grapes paid six seven bucks for it for the week, yep. and then Chad Lawrence paid triple his internet bill to watch it for the weekend. So right here, there's at least fourteen dollars. I didn't pay for it because I was going to, and then I decided I'm not going to watch this shit. Um, We're probably at like 25. twenty five. Yeah, so twenty five bucks out of four guys. So you got to figure that's just four guys on a podcast. But think about that across the country. Like, how can you not have your shit working for? a tournament that's supposed to be pretty damn big at all levels of softball. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I, I don't know if they, I, I know that they did a lot of the, um, they did like commentary on, on some of the games. I don't know if they put a lot of the, um, the resources towards that. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it's something as easy as just, just, just even putting the score. It, <sighs> It just seems so easy to do, especially when they've already done it. They've already done it before, and I don't see why they would they would take something like that out. I was watching the major games. I think it was like Pennsylvania, that area against the Midwest area, and uh, the the announcers they had must have been like nineteen year old girls. And it's fine if they're like decent. And they know what they're, these girls had no idea what they were doing. They were just rambling on about who knows what and it was just it was truthfully kind of obnoxious like i had to mute it but if you're gonna at least have the announcers i mean maybe have some decent ones gets yeah get some guys from bring it down there and we'll call bring it, it. i'm glad that you guys agree because usually i'm the cheap guy but it's not just me on this one that was kind of a waste of money it, i watched I, mean, I actually put on the live feed the the facebook feed that was um you know the free feed on facebook i threw that on one time and i looked at it I felt like I was watching it from South Georgia and I said, screw this. I'm not watching this. Like it's, it's dog shit. Speaking of that game being on the Facebook live feed, uh, if we look at mass, they actually had one of the Facebook live games with the commentator that we're talking about. Um, Don't think that, that didn't go well for them. No, unfortunately that national, if you want to call it that, that national game, um, they lost that one, but that Illinois was Illinois. I think they played. We were talking a little bit earlier. They had a guy hit it out of the stadium twice. Yeah, they had a D player hit it out of the stadium twice. That's, the announcer the guy's not a D, not a D player. Yeah, he said this guy's going to be on a conference roster soon. He's not it. That's not a D swing. Uh, so that's kind of what Massachusetts found themselves up against. Uh, I was able yeah, to get some. We all are going to go from D to conference real soon. I can't take that many weekends. What the fuck? Yeah, um, that, that that guy was crazy. He was huge too, huge. I, I did see, I saw a lot of the D guys in the in the stadium, and they were just crushing the ball. I think we we were uh, we were actually podcasting when I saw them, some of them. They were they were hitting the ball very very well. And they were all you guys. They were all good size too. Yeah. Yep. And not my kind of size. They make you look small. Not a not a true D, if you ask me. But I guess we can get into player ratings. The only thing there. D on me is the my my bra cup size. Um, so, so yeah, Hayes, you had some uh, some info on the uh, mass team. 
Yeah, I was able to talk to uh, a league guy, Kenny Layton. He was down there playing for Mass, strolling around in the outfield. Um, I think he actually got a triple in that broadcasting game, so he can hang his hat on that. Um, so talking to him, you know, kind of the same thing that we heard from the New Hampshire guys. That was a great experience. Um, I mean, that's a really cool thing that he would absolutely do it again. He brought up the hours of everything being weird, but he had a really important point that he po- uh, that he posted for me was every single team down there had to do it. Uh, their game time is ready for this. They played four games, 10 p.m. on Thursday, 3 a.m. Friday, 10 a.m. Friday, 4 a.m. Saturday. Yeah, it's tough. But like you said, it, it it's like when you're playing in the rain, the rain's not only affecting you. You know what I mean? Every, every team is out there doing it. Every team has uh, a, a tough schedule unless you're South Florida in the sea and you can bring in the C team that won uh, C, <laughs> C, C Worlds last year uh, and you have like a 7 p.m., 8 p.m. And then the next day you have like a 7 p.m. and then a 10 a.m. the next day. And yeah, you just roll through the bracket. Hey, so did you get any details on, I know that sounds crazy, but like their actual sleeping schedule, like were they going to sleep at seven o'clock at night or what? Like, yeah, I don't even so, know what I would have done having trying to play those times. Protector of the grapes, if you don't mind, I can jump in here. Um, I talked to a uh, unnamed source with a co-ed swing and said that there was uh, about 18 pounds of Adderall being passed around the park at all times. So everybody was really focused and ready to go. Yeah. To add to that, the idea was you were probably better off just trying to find your car and take a nap than drive back to your house, waste time getting there and have to go right back to the field. Uh, Yeah. I mean, sleep is probably few and far between, except for guys like you, Chad, you can fall asleep literally anywhere. The more uncomfortable, the better for you. Oh, I would have been fine. This is probably a tournament I could thrive at. I literally would just leave the dugout and just field position on a turf spot somewhere and then just Kick me, kick me when it's game time. I'll roll right into the field and ready to play. Perfect situation. Yeah. Uh, so it sounds like, you know, they just kind of ran in some tough games. They put themselves down 15-2 after one inning, one of their games. Um, got to 18-17 in the fifth, and then their defense fell apart. Um, they were up in the seventh in one game, gave up the lead. First three guys in the bottom of the seventh all got on. Heart of the order up, double play, ground out, go home. Um, kind of stuff like that really hurt them. Their defense, um, we can talk in a minute about that. But offensively, uh, David Shalafo, if I, I think that's how you pronounce that, played with the process last year. I guess he swung it really well. And then uh, he can Bobby Torrey, which makes me happy because he'll be on the Hitman in 2021. Um, he hits the ball hard, and I guess he, he did that down there too, which is great. Robbie's a great guy to room with. Just throwing that one out there for you, protector of the grapes. That might make Colby upset to hear if I'm rooming with someone else, but I'm, I'm still a free agent there. Um, so that game that we talked about briefly here so far, I just want to talk one more thing about it. Did anybody see the guy who missed a fly ball? He missed a second ball and he legitimately chucked his glove at the fence. When you throw a temper tantrum, it's usually best not to be on Facebook when there's announcers, you're getting chirped and everybody's watching. Yeah, you just you just swallow that and you know what I mean? You, you go get the ball, throw the ball in and, and hope no one saw that. Hope, hope no one saw it live. 
maybe let out the then hope no right one, into your glove. Yeah. And then hope no one goes back to the stream and watches it a few times and then maybe gets a video of you and posts it. Makes a gif out of it. <laughs> I mean, the announcer of that game literally said, that's probably not a clip that you're putting on your Instagram or Facebook. And <laughs> it's out there for it'll, everyone. Yeah. It'll find it. It'll, it'll that's, find it right there. That's it's truthfully, it's embarrassing. Like you can't do that. <laughs> Make a play, you know, go out, get the ball, get the ball back in and let's go. Like you, you guys have played with me. You you know how I am with things like that, and that if, there, if there's anything that bugs me, yeah, it was just I've ever seen you upset was with instead of an angry thing, a nonchalant thing, where Shredder threw the ball between his legs, gave up an extra base to Johnny Alexander, and you just let out. Are you kidding me? Usually, when Chad gets upset on the field, he just crosses his arms. I pout. I like to pout out there. Yeah. And that's just, that's how, what adults are. I'm a grown man just out there pouting at a playing girls game. <laughs> Disappointed dad. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Pouting, pouting is better than bitching, I, I would say. Yeah, I agree with that. But, oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's, one. that's with the extensive research and hours I put into the Challenge Cup. Uh, all in all, I think it's a really cool thing that they had. I know the schedule sucked, but like we mentioned, it sucked for everyone. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool for any of those guys that got down there, any of those guys that got to play. Obviously, I wish I could have been there. I'm watching it on TV and on my phone. So I'm jealous of that. They got to go play in, in January. I think that's month for it. Hell, I'll take a trip to Florida right now. Although I wouldn't get on plane. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not. I would love to travel anywhere with the way the airline prices are right now, but I'm not flying. Whatever. I'll wear 14 masks. I still won't fly. I don't blame you. It seems like uh, the schedules are out for next year's Challenge Cup too, and they're splitting it up. So hopefully they can fix that. Well, that's a good thing, right? Chad? I'm glad you yeah. said. I forgot they did that. Like they're doing different weekends, right? What are they doing? Uh, yeah, I think it's the 21st, 22nd for the D's and E's, and then uh, C's and B's. I think are the following weekend. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna throw. Oh, yeah. a they're gonna throw mixed in the week, and then you can stay down and be able to play weekend during the week. That's awesome. That'll be good. I mean, but but there are tournaments. There are a bunch of tournaments that are that are structured like this to be twenty four hour tournaments. You know what I mean? You you kind of you kind of know what you're getting into when you go into something like this. So game yeah. times game times definitely suck, but it, it it's one of those one it's one of those tournaments you definitely want to take the the following day, like the Monday or whatever off and sleep that whole day. Cause you know, yeah, they've all said the time sucked, but no one's really complained or, uh, you know, they knew what they were doing and getting themselves into They uh, another tournament like this is the whole enchilada out in like Western Texas, which is just like 36 straight hours, 200 teams. It's supposed to be pretty awesome. Road trip. I'm in. I'm your huckleberry. 50, 50. Chad, do you think we'll live free golf? We can put a live free golf softball team together. They'll sponsor us to go take Dude, a road trip in an RV. If live free put a softball team together, we could throw together a nice squad between New Hampshire and Mass. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can make that happen. But no promises yet. We got maybe another year or two out. I could probably. And now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Did you know eighty-seven percent of softball players also golf? That's a made-up stat, but it sounds right. After a five-game softball Saturday, let's get those legs working on Sunday and come join us at a live-free golf event. 
We are a handicapped based golf league that travels all over the Northeast playing some of the best courses around in stroke play tournaments. Let's face it, you are going to golf anyway, so might as well win some prizes throughout the season doing it. You will also play for a chance to represent your state at Live Free Golf's Colony Cup. We currently have leagues running in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine. For more info, check out livefreegolf.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Right <laughs> I feel like I'm oh. a for that, right? That's a good one. Listen, got to be. Yeah, you would be. Do we have Team Max registered Easy. now? I mean, yeah, we have Team Max, we have Mac, we have BAPS, we have. I mean, it's basically all mass, and then we would grab like one or two New Hampshire guys. Hayes, I mean, I guess Hazer could be a bench guy. I coach a good third. TA can coach. I mean, our team's going to be nice. Dude, Sorry, I'll, drive. I'll drive and I'll be electric. Rusin, Rusin on the – I mean, we can have a real pitcher. D, you can – you're a third baseman now. First. First baseman, Row. I mean, Row hasn't played an event yet, so he's not – He's not. I'm, I'm going to be a live-free golf guy this year. Don't worry. There was some dude last year that played in Mass that uh, – I didn't recognize the name, but Mac was like, this guy is like a softball god here. But I have no idea. Softball god. down. Not yeah. sure of his name. Um, yeah. So speaking of, uh, local, local stuff, we, uh, we got a schedule for New Hampshire tournaments, uh, just a couple, couple hours ago. ago. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Well, it was today actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, goddamn time. It's nice. Like Connecticut's had theirs out for a while. I mean, shit, even Vermont had their one and a half. No, uh, Maine had their four tournaments out a couple weeks ago. Mass has had theirs. So it's nice to get ours out. Yeah, so you guys, do you have your your team schedules all locked in, ready to roll? I know Bad Beat, we, we're we're good. We got a we got a ten ten tournament schedule at the at the moment. So, what are you guys looking at? Way Way is about we we Way's one of the Way's coaches didn't really realize uh, that the schedule is out until about two hours ago when he was um, wait a did we beverages did we deep. just get a did we just get a team name I, I don't think we oh we did get a team name yeah you didn't drop the team name what, what, <laughs> like what do you we did we did we did Way's? 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 yeah you guys are sponsored by Way's Way uh, you, worry? <laughs> you guys are gonna love this here this is gonna be a this is gonna be a Merrimack men's oh softball God, league bullshit. Worry about yourself. Softball. Worry about Rock. yourself. Way. <laughs> you guys will be we, happy to know that I I did give Tony the boot from the bad beat uh, coach's corner earlier this week. <laughs> the dictatorship speaks. It was a pretty unanimous decision on the way. Um, there were some good options out there, but we went with uh, we went with, ended up going with way. Uh, orange and black are going to be the team colors. Uh, I like it. We got nice some good looks going. Patch. Uh, you can watch yourself. Uh, I'm going, I'm a big orange guy. It's nice that we are not going to clash with my brand new fucking glove I bought last year. That's orange and blue. So yeah, so that happened and, and um, we're looking pretty good. We had BP this week in Salem in the snow. Uh, we went down to play ball. We had fun. So that's nice. all this is about, right? Absolutely. I'm, fun I'm, I'm glad that your, after team, the protect of the grapes. your team mascot where you got the team name uh, <laughs> might be the, the only person who, literally does everything but worry about himself so good for you guys is, is it a texas is it a texas orange you guys have or just a no we're going with the orange and black let's talk like I think orioles okay okay that's that's all right i guess we're going heavy on the orange on the uh, one uni will be heavy orange um that's you know i'm gonna pull that one and so then, when you're out of the tournament we'll noise? see where you are in the parking lot i i'm sorry i couldn't hear you um 
because we're coming for you, boy. I think a cat died behind. <laughs> was that, that I'm gonna hit you, man. What was that? Yeah, I think. And now he's. Yeah, gonna... I did a look. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but every every episode with this guy, it's a baby. It's CSI. <laughs> now we got a cat. It's his. It's his obscene phone call breathing. I think he was jerking off for half of a podcast one day. Jay, I do like that I'll feel safe around you in the fall tournaments because I won't have to worry about a hunter sneaking up on us. <laughs> you pro- Are you even going to be there? I didn't see you in any fall tournaments this year. That's literally, we were on the same team for at least one of them. Did we play together? Oh, Dude, the Wallies were in the same no, hotel room. You were my ride. <laughs> Holy shit, that was the Kobe. talking in a car since Tony in Connecticut. Oh God, that's good. No, that'll be fun. I was trying to chirp you, protector of the grapes, but that didn't work. So yeah, this I'm new uh, this this New Hampshire schedule uh, looks like we got from April to mid July, I believe. Uh, April tenth, we're kicking off New Hampshire tournaments with a mixed world berth. Um, I know the Hayes. I don't know if you can kind of jump in here. L- looks like. We've got a lot of world births in here in NITs. Do we? Does Does anyone have any idea what the difference between these are? And actually, yeah, this is a world birth, but it's it's listed as a qualifier. NITs are now listed as NIT U trip birth. So that sounds new. So the are the qualifier is saying in its name, world's birth. The stature, the stature of the tournament. So we, we've got New Hampshire Mixed World Birth as the name of the event. It's a qualifier. You trip points. It tells you points. So I guess that's nice. You're, you're not going to get – you're not actually going to get a world birth here. You're not going to get a paid birth for this tournament, I would assume, that because it's a qualifier and it looks like it's for points. So kind of misleading there. Um, then on the 17th of April, we got the New Hampshire Men's ENIT. Um that says birth. So it looks like if, if you win that tournament, you are going to get a, uh, a birth to the worlds. Uh, the 24th of April, we got the New Hampshire men's DNIT. I know that if I'm available, I'm going to probably head down to this to watch you two uh, hopefully go at it early. What do you guys think? Are you guys getting in this tournament or? Oh, fuck. Yeah. We're, well, uh, well, I know, I know we have one guy that's definitely out where we haven't talked about this yet, but I would like to throw that on our schedule. I know, we are looking at Totten uh, probably the week prior. That's on the 18th. Um, I know there's a there's an NIT down there that is technically on our schedule right now. I was waiting for New Hampshire to come out to really build out the full schedule to share it with everybody and see what availability looks like. Yeah, I'm I, know, not, I know you guys love Totten. Totten has Trillium on the way home. I'm not mad <laughs> about that trip. Um, we just started talking about kind of building our schedule whenever Vlad decides to get that done i'll be able to you know report out a little bit i'm hoping to see uh ways at some tournaments it's a good group of guys it'll be fun i mean yeah, you know what it turns into just kind of finding that other team you just hang out with too um but i think we'll i would hope that we're definitely in that dnit try to get that paid birth early um would obviously be every team in its goal um the biggest surprise i i saw and i know we weren't there and i'm kind of jumping a little bit here but was that the beast is potentially going to be three different tournaments this year. So that'll yeah, be we'll, the first time we've seen that. Yeah, we'll get to that. 
Uh, so, so yeah, uh, May 8th, we have the uh, New Hampshire men's CNIT. That looks like a birth as well. Those three tournaments. Um, yep. They're all, they're all going to get you a world birth if you win the tournament. Um, from my knowledge, that's not actually, uh, I'm assuming it's, here. It, it has to do with the number of teams that enter it as well, I believe. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the way that they're listed though, is it, it's showing points or birth. So I, I think it's like, if it's points based, you still get really good points for NIT wins. A lot of this doesn't really make sense to me. Good coach. Uh, next on the 15th of May, we got the New Hampshire mixed qualifier. Not sure anyone, any of us are going to be there. Um, Cody Termel will be. Uh, then on the 22nd of May, the New Hampshire women's beast of the East. None of us will be there. I don't think. Uh, also on that, that day we're going to have the uh, New Hampshire men's E qualifier. So there's an E qualifier here and it's listed as a qualifier for points, which is something different for New Hampshire. I feel like, I feel like in years past, we have always had two NITs for E's and D's and then maybe two open NITs. Um, What what do you guys think of this? It, It looks like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure how this one got mixed in there. Sorry, I was looking at because you said Beast of the East for women's, and I thought there was another one. Maybe it was mixed. So which which date are you looking at here? I'm looking at the 22nd of of May. I, I said that there's a there's there is another oh, the tournament e-qualifier. on that day. There's an e qualifier on that day. It's cool. I don't I, I don't know that we've ever had an e qualifier in New Hampshire. Yeah, we we've only had like. W- you know, they've run two ENITs, uh, two, yep. two DNITs. This, this qualifier just looks, looks weird. Yeah, to me. I've never seen anything like that. That's, that's new to me too. Like the beast of the East, the fire, those are always, those used to be listed as qualifiers, but I've never seen qualifier in an actual tournament title before. So that's, hey, that's new. I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'll be curious. That could be a good weekend. If we could get some some good E-talent down maybe in southern part of New England coming up here, that'd be nice. Um, you know, I mean, we know some of the E-teams around here. It, it'd be nice if that, that draws some talent. That'd be great for the great for New Hampshire. Absolutely. Yeah, it would be great for the Martell. It would be nice to see some more uh, some more E-teams. I think that uh, – the e the e team pool has really dried up in the last few years, which is is good because you know the teams are rightfully being moved up uh, up the ladder and not you know just sticking in the e for forever. Um, the hope being that those e teams are now going to be young guys who will keep softball going and kind of keep this growing as opposed to shrinking like it seems like it was for a little while. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. So if anyone, if anyone listens to this and they're, you know, looking to get some, some playing time on, on a Saturday and and you want to go out there, get a group of group of guys, group of friends, get in an e-tournament just to see what tournament softball is like. Um, E does have some interesting rules, uh, compared to league, but, um, it, 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 it'll definitely give you an idea of what tournament softball is like. And, and it's a good opportunity to, to check it out for sure. D they just uh, recently switched the home run rules, right? For E and I know all levels, but are you allowed one in E now? You, you are allowed one in E and then they're inning ending outs and they are not offensive ejections like they used to be. So 
it, it's not really as bad of a, um, it, it's not really as bad if you do hit, hit a home run uh, or, or more than one in a game. It doesn't hinder the the whole team. It It's just, uh, or it, it doesn't discourage one person from playing the entire, the, the rest of the game, essentially. It just, it, it hurts you in that inning. Um, D's are three, three home runs and then inning ending outs. Yeah, those will be gone in the first couple of innings, unfortunately. <laughs> and then that's solo. And then C's are five and B's are eight. Um, yeah. Th- then now coming up to uh, June 5th, the, the beast of the East, this is uh, probably New Hampshire's, it's got to be New Hampshire's, you know, most iconic softball tournament, I would say. Yeah, um, signature premier, of New Hampshire's for sure. Yeah, signature premier event, if you will. Yeah, uh, I would, I would say it's the most fun, but uh, that's that's specifically dedicated to Wally's Worlds. And, yes, absolutely. Uh, any, anyone Given. playing in it will absolutely know why. Uh, Did we play in it this year? I don't really remember it. <laughs> You'd have to ask more. All right, more. All right Morsey. Yeah, you'd have Morsey. to ask more. But yeah, hey, it's, uh, real interesting stuff here. Um, they've broken up the beast into three tournaments. It's going to be an E, a D, and then a B and a C. That's uh, that's interesting. So when I first started playing in the beast, it was everybody was you had pool games against anyone. Yeah, me too. You, yeah, you would play against a B team or a C team, and then maybe a couple D teams. Yep. And then you would get split up into either the, the upper bracket or the lower bracket. Um, I think I, think the, I even played before they didn't have the upper and lower. Everyone just went in, I think. Oh, I think really? you just all got kind of got thrown in there. Yeah. Well, you started playing when you were 12. So that's true. That's um, that was 17. Yeah. The prodigy. No, I just I had nothing else to do. Straight out of middle school. <laughs> Not uh, yeah. all of us went to middle school like you when we were 17, Chad. I was, I was 16. Proud of you. I do like the, the way that they've broken it up here. Um, I, I, I think that there, there is a big enough gap, especially now between E and D teams. And there's definitely a big enough gap between D and C and B, obviously B for this to be three separate tournaments. Uh, I, I think um, this tournament usually fills up fairly quickly anyway i think you're going to see uh the d fill up completely i think you're going to see probably 12 teams in the b and c and and maybe somewhere around eight to ten in the in the e yeah i mean who knows with that e that could even be bigger than than we think since we haven't had it before it'll be tough to see um, we'll be able to go off that BC. I think you're probably right. Maybe eight to 12 teams since we have had that upper division before. Um, it'll be interesting. Uh, I know as a, a guy on a D team, when you look at that tournament, it's, it's really cool to win that um, paper champs. Two but I, I almost would hope that my team is, can get into the BC. I don't, I don't know how, I mean, Dustin, how would the beat feel if, if a different pool or if your pool, if you have that D team, I think that's really where the big difference. I want to play the upper competition when we can, um, but how would the upper competition feel about those D teams playing in that tournament and kind of, I don't know if it's the right word, but watering it down. So yeah, that's a tough one because 
it, it is, I mean, not every single game is an automatic win game. You know what I mean? But, but if it's a B team going against a D team, you definitely expect the B team to just win hands down. Um, but I don't think I would ever discourage a team from trying to play a level above or two levels above to, uh, to play against better, better talent and to get better themselves. So uh, I, I would, I would encourage to see D teams play in the B and C, especially because I mean, I, I, we, I was looking at just some of the registered teams already uh, in the different classes throughout the Northeast. And there's a, there are a ton of D teams. There are a ton of D teams already registered. Um, and I think you're going to see that, that D fill up fairly quickly and I think it would be a great opportunity for some uh, some D teams who don't mind playing up. Uh, I think that would be a great thing to see them in the B and C. Oh, look at that. We actually are registered for the D tournament. So I guess that answers that question. And then old, old friends Max's back in the D, I can see they're, they're coming up for that tournament. Cool. Uh, <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some salty D coming out as we talked about Max is getting back to D. Well, let's a let's save that. Let's save that for another week. I'm curious because yeah, there's I, there's we got a, there's a couple of teams I want to talk about in this reclass. Just in the last couple of years, Such you've it. seen a couple of reclass re, full teams reclassed, and it doesn't really make sense. But yeah, you're right. We'll, we can get we can get to that later. Let's save that for next week because I got my my boy plays on one of these teams that just got reclassed that just won worlds. I'm just I I, I texted him. I said, "What the f- are you shitting me?" Anyway, um, listen, we're gonna do a new little segment here that I'm introducing. It's called Bev's for League Night by J Row. I uh, I was on my way to hitting with Way. Uh, worry about yourself that is we had did a little bp in uh, salem i grabbed a truly lemon tea one of these new truly teas i saw it in hannaford's last week and i said are you shitting me get out of here well i saw a tall boy and i grabbed it for two dollars let me tell you what ladies and gentlemen grab this shit for your league night for your weekend play because these teas are slapping you in the ass they are delicious strawberry sucks the rest of them are delicious telling you right now i just I just crushed one of these uh, raspberries early in the night and they're fucking fire. How do they hold up to an, an Arizona tea? Uh, they are uh, a little more carbonated, obviously. Um, I would say a little less on the sweetness side uh, that, you know, the aftertaste of the, uh, like that, but they are, uh, you know, like those twisteds really get a little acidic at times. This does not have the acidity aftertaste to it. So, I, I was really going to Arizona, the I was going to the Arizona tea, the ninety nine cent big big boy cans. <sighs> not they're not alcoholic, but they're you know they're they're, they're delicious. One of, they're one of the greatest uh, teas that you can buy in a, in a store for under- so refreshing, iconic but, uh, if you will. Yes, very iconic. We've used that word a couple times tonight, but it's, it's, a, true. it's a good one. It's true. It's Jero, true. what's 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 great about those too is that uh, so my wife just found out she had a gluten allergy, and those those are gluten free. Look at us. So yeah, gluten, gluten allergies suck. They really yeah, do. it's been a pain. So we went to, uh, I went down to Kennedy Road not long ago looking for something gluten-free. They gave me the runaround. We ended up drinking God knows what. But what? all the Trulies, all seltzers are actually gluten-free, I've learned. Yeah. I'm telling you what, this is one I will be bringing down to Martell this uh, this uh, summer during league nights for sure. So. Do they have a, an Arnold Palmer 
They they had I would assume they must the, right the the, the spiked the spiked Arnold Palmers yeah they sell them uh, a lot at golf courses I haven't seen many truly stores, does not have honest. one however the Honor Palmer I beat the shit out of those at the gas station I buy the Tall Boy because that's another one it gets a little too syrupy it, it hurts you need yeah. to have some tums with it yeah I, I do John like Daly. Lemonade, yeah I do like a lemonade and a tea together so if if truly has something like that I I would definitely yeah. be all over that for me what are your uh, what what's the preference of drinking during tournaments? What's the very choice? Sorry, your I think the truly came back to earth. What was that question? Uh, there we go. Dur- during tournaments, Jero, what's the beer choice? I think Truly's makes sense on a hot summer day, but I see these guys drinking craft beer sometimes. And oh, to be saturated, but listen, I I'm, I'm I'm not a big drinker during tournaments during gameplay because I. Uh, I just wrong. I don't want to take one in the teeth like a Kevin Limbaugh here. Like I just I want to have my reflexes. So afterwards, it all depends. Like I'm not. I know Bud Light is the softball beer of choice. I I I, I will fuck around with a Miller Light, Coors Light, um, any of the seltzers. I was big in Corona. I listen. As, as you might have found out in episode one, I don't discriminate from eating or drinking anything. So I will uh, I will always partake with you. I gotta say on the um on the seltzer front during a softball tournament, is it, for you guys, is it too easy to drink way too many of those? Cause it's for me, I feel like I can drink like six of those things and I look down and I'm like, oh shit. What what just happened the last well, you, hour? <laughs> you stand far from the batter, so you have time to react. Yeah, I got plenty of time. Well, now yeah. I do. You got that fucking sterling silver cup on. Um, I pretty much will drink anything fast. So seltzer, IPA, that's kind of a problem that I probably need to talk so for, about. So for but. me, yeah. So for, for me, uh, if, if we're going tonight, what what's the beverage of choice tonight? I've got myself a lime bubbly here. Just a sparkling water. It's still January. I'm still going strong. I still I need a beer. Hey, can you go February? Can you do February for me? Uh, So I'm actually going to February 4th. I've got it marked on the calendar because we we drank into January because I was still on vacation. But yeah, February 4th hits. It's a Thursday. (laughs) It's going to be the the first pod where I'm. I who knows? I might be uh, J Row episode one. What's that, Piper? Piper, Piper, comment. Go. Do you guys like just drink a ton during these? I've gone through two regular seltzer waters, 24 ounces of water, a diet Pepsi. Like I've had to pee three times. I'm only on my third. Truly. I also did have a bunch to drink before we got on the podcast. So shocked, but I'm still, I grounded. I'm still grounded. I haven't touched a a hard alcohol. I'm all wine, (laughs) beer. So I grounded myself after episode one. I'm drinking some great I pace myself two or yeah, three we, for the two hours. We can understand that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Quite a couple of things here. And this was, this popped up for me and I want to get this before we get off it tonight. Um, the registered teams I noticed in Connecticut, and I would love to get into that Connecticut market real quick. The tavern on the point Liberty rock tavern team. I don't know if you guys played them, um, Protector of the Grapes. I don't know if you played them in the Firecracker. I actually played against these guys when I was with 603 Elite filling in during the Cracker. They are from Milford, Connecticut. 
bunch of great dudes. They won um, ASA Worlds, I believe, at D three years ago or two years ago. They played D down in Connecticut last year, and they lost a bunch of guys, and now they moved up. Good team. This is a – I'm really curious to see what these guys do. I know they didn't do great at the uh, Stanford Worlds, but good bunch of guys, a lot of fun to play against, and really curious to see how they do in C's next year. So that's that's interesting that you say that they won the ASA D, did you say, a couple years I believe, ago? I believe he told me D Worlds three years ago. Okay, yeah. So Maybe that, Nationals? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe nationals. Yeah, ASA has, yeah, but that that uh, the C uh, GTP team out of Connecticut, uh, where Sealy plays, they have a lot of guys who actually won. I believe they won a D and a C back to back, and I I, I know that um, for ASA, I I believe I dirt, be dogs? dirt dogs, dirt dogs, yeah, dirt dogs? Okay. that's all. That's dirt very dogs, good guys. team. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, Connecticut just as far as I know, they they have a lot of ASA D national uh, champions. Let's let's just pump up Connecticut for a minute. I'm an old Connecticut boy, and goddamn, I'll tell you what. Once I moved up to Northern New England, I'm telling you, Southern New England is where the sports are at. No, no offense to my boys around here anymore, but when I moved when I lived in Connecticut, I moved up here. I was playing. My Babe Ruth team would have finished in my top four of high school ball. So I still got a little love in Connecticut. Max is uh, Connecticut there, D. So. What bit of theme was that, dude, out of curiosity? Because Manchester Bay Ruth is a very, very respectable Bay Ruth program. And I hate to – many World Series. I'm just telling you, if you guys were uh, – there was one Connecticut team that was really good when I was coming up. But where were you? I was in – I was just northwest of Hartford. I was in Simsbury. We were Simsbury? We were Cake Town. My team ended up winning the state title and for high school. Like we had, I mean, just look at Connecticut. It's got Connecticut's a weird state, though. Like there's a lot of good ball. There's a lot of good sports in that state. Um, I still have a little love there. But now that I'm up here, settling down shop. Here we go. Um, I do want to. Like, uh, what was that? I don't know. My bad. My bad. It doesn't matter. I I, don't, I haven't fucking said a thing that matters yet tonight. I do want to just uh, finish out uh, this this list of tournaments here. So um, sure. in New Hampshire. So yeah. So July third looks like we have uh, the mixed E Beast of the East. So really a lot. There, and then also the mixed C D Beast of the East. Looks like did they do a mixed Beast of the East in the in years past? I, I, I think they've done they the mixed beast, but I don't think I can remember anyway the women's beast of the East. And maybe it's just I, I haven't I, looked. Yeah, for some reason I thought it was the other way around. But th- there's okay, there are be. yeah there are a lot. Um, yeah, good good to see that there's you know they're covering everything uh, with the beast there. So would you like Absolutely. us to call in our uh, co-ed specialist Cody Termel? Knows all things co-ed. We, no. we could, but. No, let's, no, let's say it that goes right later. to his head or never, never. I mean, later, later. And then, uh, yeah. Then on July 10th, we got the New Hampshire men's B world birth. Looks like a qualifier, but also a birth again, no clue what these things mean. I have n- absolutely no idea. Um, the good news, the- I haven't seen a Saturday tournament or a Sunday tournament yet, which is good. Cause when those get snuck in, I hate Sunday tournaments. Well, because yeah. when are you going to go to church? Oh, I go to the pool. I go to the pool and we just sit out. There's a keg. 
Where's Someone your pool? It's great. I, and I, I'm, been to that pool. I, that, I, I find like my way over the pool too. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Once the vid's gone. Hey, so we know what you do on Sundays in the summer, guy. It's not the pool. You're oh, out that's there. That's true. I had a stupid golf shit too. Yeah, that membership your wife bought you. Go to you use that. Go it's already been purchased. If I don't, pool's not a bad option. Money already spent. So then, uh, round, rounding out the season here, I, I, I'd have to imagine that they're they're going to put up some more tournaments, states and whatnot. But uh, on the seventeenth of July, you got another New Hampshire men's D World Birth. It's an NIT birth, not a qualifier birth. So yeah, that's a good, good, good amount of tournaments for New Hampshire. There's probably going to be more, uh, once you get into July, then you, you know, you hit end of July, you get the firecracker and then it's all, uh, yeah, it's, it's all, um, states and nationals. July 24th. That's start. That's when it teams need to start getting, all right, what's our lineup look like for Florida and start getting that going. Yeah. So yeah, we, we got a couple, um, yeah, a couple good tournaments here. I'll definitely be down there to watch you guys go at it. I'm DMIT. psyched it's up. Like, I, it, I'm pumped it's finally up. Like, I've been waiting for this, and I can't wait to watch the bad beat. I, I do love have, watch. You guys are fun to watch. I, I, I like watching any of my friends play. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, I, I think it's fun. But, um, yeah, I got to say that the, the, the 424, April 24th at DNIT – and the one before that, and the the weekend before that, I, those are always where you, you're going to play them. They're going to be fields are going to be terrible. Balls are going to be rocks. Yep, it's, it's that's always, when I can hit a ball. And they're hard. I know. I've, you I, well in October. This is you're you're sadding up. Some guys on the beat are uh, are pressuring pressuring to play in the uh, that March tournament down in the March oh, uh, Connecticut oh, Stanford. No, the one at the uh, is it in Stanford this year? Or is it at the or is it the Plex? I, usually at the I think Plex. there's some in Stanford and yeah. some at the Plex, like throughout there's, the month. There's absolutely there's no, early. absolutely no way that we'll be signing up for that. Um, it might be the first time they hear it if they listen to this. But <laughs> I know fish has had fishy, what's up, baby? Yeah, fish, fish is flying in. That tournament sucks. <laughs> we we all played in it what two years ago. It was the worst. I mean, it was thirty degrees. We sat waiting to play a game for five hours. Like it, it was just. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Friend of the, friend of the podcast, Mikey Gallo, threw a little gauntlet out there talking about. Um, how there's some other leagues, I guess, in Mass in New Hampshire that think they're better than Merrimack. Um, we have some pretty hot takes here, but basically, Mikey Gallo was saying what Pelham, Merrimack, Roch, Taunton, uh, Lowell. Um, we're almost I'm missing a couple. I'm gonna try and find the uh, the post. Right. That so there was there was about eight teams. Um, Mikey was talking about Mike Gallo was talking about potentially doing an all-star tournament from each league. Um, not bad to kind of get this type of talent together, kind of based off of uh what Merrimack and Rochester did last year. Where so if you don't know, Merrimack and Rochester got together and had three teams from each league uh play against each other, like an ABC, kind of like a tournament thing, which was great, got a lot of guys involved in it. Um, but sounds like there's a little conflicting views here with this type of an all-star game. I don't mind it, but 
the protector of the grapes and Chad Lawrence brought up some good ideas earlier. Protector of the grapes, what do you feel about this type of a style? Yeah, I think it would all depend on how the roster makeups are. Um, obviously, you can't do like the league champion because no one wants to play in October or November in Merrimack. That's when we're wrapping up. Um, if you just do like the all star team from the league, then you're not really getting more guys involved that wouldn't be playing on Saturdays anyway. Um, so it's tough if you only do one team. I, what I liked about the Rochester games was that we did have three and we had guys that don't play tournaments, don't play tournaments much. Um, some guys that really were just the guys. We had one 19 year old. It was his first year playing softball and that like gave him the itch. So I think if you just do like one all-star team per league, then you start to just see it's a regular tournament team. I think it's a cool idea. Um, but I, I think there are definitely some things that need to be fleshed out, uh, for sure. It's definitely has potential. However, it goes, it'll be a fun weekend. It'll be fun games. Anyway, it'll be great games. It'll just be interesting to see, uh, what that turns into. Yeah. Just to jump in here. I do have the, the eight teams that's that, uh, Michael Thomas, uh, had wrote on the post. It looks like, uh, Taunton, Rochester, Peabody, Merrimack, Hub, Framingham slash Worcester, Lowell slash Drakeit, and Pelham. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Hayes. I think the, uh, or protector of the grapes, if you will. I think um, what made that so special, that that event was the fact that you got, you know, rather than getting the, the top 13 guys from the league who are all tournament players anyway, for the most part, I mean, you might find one guy mixed in. Um, you were able to, we were able to do an A, B, and a C. And there were, there were a lot of guys who, you know, were, were mixed with people, you know, their friends, but also like just guys who wouldn't typically play on a weekend. Um, and I think a lot of them are actually, you know, or, or a good handful of them are playing with, uh, with Jero this year which is exciting. You know what I mean? You, you get those guys down to something that that's a little bit more than just going out on, on league night. And maybe they see, Oh, this, this is something that, you know, I could get together with a group of guys. We could go out, uh, you know, any Saturday or Sunday and, and just, you know, play two to five games, two to six games, you know, have fun, this, that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I could get behind something like this. If, if it was possible, if they were able to do, um, something more inclusive, like an A, B and a C. And that's, that's not to like be the person who gives everybody a trophy. But I, I think the idea of this is, is not necessarily uh, a dick swinging uh, competition where the best players are playing the best players. You, you kind of see that um, in class tournaments every Saturday anyway. Right. Um so I, yeah, I, I think uh, it would really depend on how these teams are picked and if there's, if there's more that gets more people involved, what do you think, Chad? So I just stepped away for a second. I missed a little bit, but I, I think when the post was initially made, someone actually commented that it was the league's champion went and played a tournament against other leagues. I, um, yeah, I think. And, and I think it quickly escalated right to all-star teams. I think the concept of the league champion doing it is much different than what we're discussing, uh, which is a cooler concept. But 
puts Merrimack at a disadvantage because of the way we pick our teams. But, um, you know, you have teams, obviously, I know CTC and Rochester is very good and, and other teams. Um, but if we're, again, if you're going to do it as an all-star thing, it's, it's, uh, it's unique. It's cool. But the more people you can get involved, the better it would be. But I, I like the idea of a league champion tournament. I know, I know uh, in our league, uh, in our my league chat, uh, you might have heard me mention them previously. Buckley's trying not to get punched in the dick by Jimmy Vanty. He said if he heard any more Buckley's talk, he was going to punch me in the dick next time he saw me. Um, at least someone's touching it. That's a, maybe that's a positive. <laughs> positives. I'm looking at positives any way they come. Um, no, but I know um, uh, Hollywood, aka Brendan, um, was talking about how Pelham, the Pelham's champion, wanted to go against Merrimack's champion. Um, not a not an all star team, and and Chad, I think that's a hell of an idea. And I didn't see that in the uh, new what's that? The New England softball whatever board. It's the newest one. Um, I think a league champion would be cool. I tell you what, I'm going to travel anywhere with Smoker. I would like that to be more centralized. Like I think Lowell. Lowell would be a great spot because I think Taunton, nobody's really going to travel to from up here or Rochester. That's two, two plus. Um, same thing if it was in Rochester, you know, Taunton people aren't going to travel up here. But I think a centralized location, you know, the Woo, Central Mass, or like a Lowell area, I'll be smoker in hand with some chickens ready to root on whoever. It, it did. It got out of hand, Chad. You mentioned like it, it started real small and then it was eight teams. Somebody made a comment about doing 32 teams and it's like, that would be just absolutely ridiculous. But I, think I saw you, that. but I think, I think if you were to take those eight teams and you were to run three separate tournaments at an, at a, at an, uh, top mid low and not top mid low, but ABC of like the, like, the top players in the league, the next best, and then the next best after that. I think you, you bring in what we did with, with Rochester this past year. And I think that that gives, it brings more people to the event. Right. But I think that it's that, you know, 24 team tournament, it's tough to tough to run in one day. It's almost impossible to run in one day. Um, do we have you'd a- have to do it at three locations. Three locations, yeah. If you do it at three yes. locations, you lose you lose that you like lose camaraderie it. of it. You'd almost have to do like three weekends, three Sundays. And so I that still, you I can go and you lose it. Yeah, I still think you, you lose it because not everyone's gonna show up three weekends in a row. Especially- no, but you have an opportunity to at least. Yeah. What about I think these are all good ideas? We're like, you know, flesh something out. This is it's a cool concept that he came up with. Right. Um and I think it's just the the more that it's talked about until it becomes something. It's cool that we're doing this. But we could do this. Like, I mean, look at it. Like, it doesn't have to be Merrimack, but we know Merrimack, so that's what we're going to talk about. We could do, you know, the A's at Martell, B at Trudarski, C at the VFW. Like, and and now we're all like, you can all pop around, and maybe that not works. I mean, I'm sure you know Lowell's got. I, I, but like, if you're looking Lowell Drake it fuck you if i'm playing at jokers and then having to drive to 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 wherever the other field is 25 minutes away although jokers does have cheap ass beer so i'm down with that and i know whore will be high as shit somewhere in the parking lot so i we were talking about this earlier and i was um i did bring up the fact like maybe maybe a taunton would be the best place right because taunton has two fields back to back and then they have a third field that's maybe 10 minutes away 
I mean, that field's not not bad either. It's not a terrible field. No, um, they've run opens at that field. We've we've played there during an open. So I mean, yeah, I I think if if you were able to run it, I mean, you're looking at an eight eight team tournament for one field for each you know each uh, each division there. I think I think it might be tough to do in one day, but who knows? I'm just glad I don't have to plan it because that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, we we just get to bring up ideas, and then whoever does run it, we get we just get to bitch about it. Hey, we're and if we're, they use ours, we claim those ideas. Like they exactly. heard that from us. I think you Cyrus Cyrus should run it. it. Yeah, Cyrus. Yeah, I Cyrus think Cyrus should run, run it. Best. Fuck! Yeah. Did you see? He's what the best he ever today. <laughs> He's best in Oklahoma. I heard. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly where I was going to go. This motherfucker, Jesus Christ, Cyrus! You saw how hard did that fucking floor fall on you? do they know who I am in Oklahoma? Jesus. Of course, everybody knows who you are. You have the biggest fucking mouth of, out of anybody. <laughs> he gave me a, a, a nice stock thing today. So I'll, I'm going to be nice. Uh, he gave it to everybody in our group. If you texted him, nobody wanted yeah. to text him. I said, I'll take it. And it came right to me. It was nice. <laughs> just trying to be positive. You're just shitting on people. You couldn't buy any of them anyways. No, no, Robin Hood was fucked. Hey, not not all of us can just sit around and watch the ticker all day, Chad. That's that's your own fault. Although I did I did give you boys a nice little free money pick today. Um talking about the Flyers minus one and a half. And guess what? The Flyers are up two right now. They're about to close that out. You're welcome for that free money. Oh shit! I think that's a good spot. I think yeah, that's a good uh, good little chat tonight, boys. Yeah, that we was. covered a shit ton. Yep. We hit league. We hit tournaments. We hit the bigger idea of softball in the area. We got to beat the shit out of Cyrus at the end here, which is perfect. Yeah, he'll love it. A good night. Just yeah, a good, a great night. night. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you in Taunton, where there will be another live broadcast. We're gonna put this on the shoulders of. The GOAT, Cyrus, Anthony Cyrus, and Mike Gallo to put this tournament together. Uh, what a duo. And, oh, fuck. You know so, that'll it'll never happen. The four of us, do we, we don't get to play. We just, we have to broadcast, right? We're going to rent a fucking RV and hang out down there. That, then I don't have to worry about not making any of the team. So this might be perfect. <laughs> we don't have Is to- the RV dream coming alive? Is yeah, it I'm alive? telling you, D, it's going to come alive this year. I am going to make everything in my power happen. That, that was the biggest disappointment of my life last year. Do you want to tell the story? Six years in the making. And can Jim not buy a house and just buy an RV? Hey, uh, Jim, with those league dues for the Merrimack Men's Softball League, can you buy a league RV? All right. All right, guys. That's it. See ya. See ya, boys. Okay. Yeah.